0: My name is Curtis Blandy, and you are listening to Friends of CJSR on CJSR 88.5 FM. CJSR is a volunteer-run community radio station. So, you could say that we get by with a little help from our friends. Volunteers produce and create every single program that airs on CJSR. Friends of CJSR are 55 businesses that give discounts to all volunteers and fund drive donors who offer their time and money to our little radio station that could. We couldn't do what we love to do without their help. Given that COVID-19 continues to disrupt our day-to-day lives, we here at CJSR thought we should check in with some local business owners. We wanted to see how their lives have been affected, talk about some positive changes that will hopefully come out of all of this, and ask them how their community can help to support them through these difficult times. This week I spoke with Arthur Fafard. He's the owner of Blackbird Music. That's spelled B-L-A-C-K-B-Y-R-D-M-Y-O-O-Z-I-K. It's a locally owned and operated record store. They carry music in all forms. They have vinyl, they have CDs, and they have a used section that's always filled with gems from the past. Being that CJSR plays so much local music, Blackbird Music is a business that we just cannot imagine living without. Just a forewarning, I was unable to record my conversation with Arthur in our beautiful studios located on the University of Alberta campus. So, I had a virtual meeting with him on a Zoom call and recorded that audio. My wonderful guest Arthur was a pleasure to talk to, but that man loves to fidget, so disregard any crackles and pops you may hear. I'm Curtis Blandy, and you are listening to Friends of CJSR right here on CJSR 88.5 FM. Here's my conversation with Arthur Fafard, owner of Blackbird Music. How have you been doing
1: uh you know uh okay it's a grind man trying to keep things going we're it's like we're doing like it feels like we're doing like triple the work for like you know very little return but the you know it is is. It is. but it's okay so how long has your business been open for uh 27 years wow that's a long
0: time. <laughs> I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah, I know. Me neither. <laughs> so have you always been in that location? No. Uh,
1: first uh, th- th- three and a half years or so, we were located where, uh, uh, near, near the university where Red Bike is now located next to the Sugar Bowl.
0: Oh, okay. So um, we had
1: that entire space. And uh, it was great because we had like 3,000 square feet. And it was a beautiful space. And we had, we had lots of... Uh, we, had, we, we ended up having too much space. We ended up building a stage and we had gigs and stuff there and some great parties, but, uh, ultimately, uh, ultimately wasn't feasible
0: in that location. I know Garrett Kruger quite well. And I know that he reminisces about that time very fondly. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a good time.
1: It was a lot of fun actually at the time, but, uh, there was no, uh, uh, no way to keep it going. You know, fun, fun doesn't pay the bills.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, how many
1: locations do you have? Uh, one in Edmonton and one in Calgary that we opened five years ago.
0: How long has Blackbird been a part of Friends of CJSR?
1: Since day one, I guess. So probably or whenever if Friends GSR was existed then, I, I can't remember. But yeah, you know, the entire time. It's been a long while, hey?
0: Yeah. How does your business uh, try to contribute to CJSR's annual fund drive? I know that you've had some like concerts in the alley before?
1: Yeah, we've had concerts uh, behind uh, the, the warehouse for Gravity Pope. We have a, we have a space there, and, you know, we, we've put with lot of with giveaways and, and, and done some things in conjunction with CJSR. Not as much as I would have liked to, but we've definitely done things with them over the years, for sure.
0: So how has your business been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, obviously,
1: like, um, you know, like most other retail is a, with closure, it's just a sudden drop in business in a way, and a sudden, you know, realization we have to change gears and, and try and, and cobble together some some systems to like do curbside pickup, more online sales, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's been a, a kind of a learning, a quick learning curve, to to make that happen.
0: Yeah, curbside pickup seems to be the new normal. I kind of hate that term, but
1: yeah, well, it it works. I think, I think, and I think the curbside pickup, you know, go moving forward it's going to be, you know, even if the doors, if, and when the doors do reopen, it's going to be a combination of the two. I don't think people are going to really return back to the, their their old ways of uh, shopping, not, not for a long time, if ever, really.
0: Uh, So what are your thoughts on the whole three phase relaunch that Alberta government is uh, encouraging?
1: uh you know for me right now it's a kind of wait and see uh wait and see attitude and because there's a lot of unclear uh protocol that i'm not i'm not sure what what the proper way is to go about it what what we can do to make things safe for people what to think what what people are going to be comfortable with so it's quite difficult you know for example i was i was out today i had to i, don't, I haven't really been gone out very much but i had to go to home depot today and I have to say, it was they were not restricting the number of people that were going in from what I could see, and it was packed in there, and I was a little taken aback that they were like, it was a kind of a free-for-all, it seemed to me. Maybe it wasn't as busy as I, I seemed, but I don't know. But to answer your question, I think it's a wait-and-see attitude. We're going to see how things progress, What what things we can do. How we're going to set up our systems to keep things sanitized. How many people we can let in the store. If you've ever been into the store, well, you have been. But if people haven't been in the store, it's tiny in here, so it's going to be very restrictive. we I don't know if we're going to be allow a handful of people at a time, or you know, there's going to be that, or a combination of uh, of scheduled shopping, personal shopping for people. That's that's a potential as well.
0: Yeah, that's a really good idea. I think. Have you seen a lot of outreach from the community to try to support your business through this time with gift card sales or anything like that?
1: It's, it's been pretty good. It's mostly gift card sales. Uh, Definitely there's been a bit of that more at the beginning. It's tapered off. Uh, But what has happened a lot of the, you know, it's probably similar to a lot of retail, the bulk of our sales, you know, like 90% of our sales are, are really from 10% of our customers, but that's been an exaggeration, but there's that core group of people that are like constant, uh, hardcore buyers that are addicted to buying records every week. And those people definitely still want their stuff and they're, they're, they're They've been calling and, and, and ordering and, and picking their stuff up regularly. So that's been, you know, it's been gratifying and, and nice to see that happen. And it's, I'm happy to help those people out, you know, and, and keep servicing them the best we can. So we had to work really hard to, uh, Another thing that happens, we have to keep our current our accounts current because these distributors are not going to ship us unless we pay off, uh, you know, old invoices. And like most businesses, we don't have a lot of cash. We don't have a lot of cash on, you know, reserves. It's basically a week-to-week, you know, um, situation so i've had to be creative and use all the support i can get from the government whatever loans or whatever right, to to help pay those bills down to keep the accounts current and keep new product coming in because really what we're running on is new releases and special orders you know people aren't browsing through the racks but they they definitely want a new release that's out or like whether it's joe Plasket or whatever it is and uh and special orders so and we've managed to do that And the other problem has been the distribution has been held up quite a bit. Like when all the distributors in Quebec were closed for uh, They just recently, Quebec is just reopening now. um, And Ontario has been shut down for like two days a week, as opposed to every day of the week shipping. So it's been a bit difficult getting product
0: in that way, but we're managing. Speaking of like the provincial and Canadian government's assistance, uh, have you seen a lot of, aid there for like small retail businesses like yours do you think it could be improved on
1: uh honestly i think considering the circumstances the government has done a pretty good job i mean you know at first i felt uh there was a lot of talk of loans you know and and restrictions but they ease those down a lot and i i don't really need more debt <laughs> i don't really but uh together with uh the, the loans with some of it, like the $40,000 loan with $10,000 being um, possibly forgiven and the uh, wage. I, have, I, I became a parent really quickly. I laid off all my staff, but it became quickly to, to keep it going by having curbside pickup or, or delivery or anything like that. I need some staff. So I have two full-time people working here and having a wage subsidy program. I haven't seen that money come back yet, but having the wage subsidy program is really going to help things out. and It's really going to make it worthwhile you know, staying open and keeping these people employed. So that's been good. And I had to hire a couple of people back in Calgary as well. Although it's, there's less business down there. I've had to hire, I was met, using that program. I've met to hire a couple of people back there just to, uh, you know, just to be there a few hours a day, mostly for transfers and for, you know, the few sales we're getting there or, you know, mail order down there as well. So uh, I, overall, I think they're doing the best they can. And it's, it's definitely helped us out. I mean, I, I couldn't do it. Wouldn't be able to do it otherwise for sure.
0: If you're just tuning in, I'm Curtis Blandy, and this is Friends of CJSR on CJSR 88.5 FM. I'm chatting with Arthur Fafard about his business, Blackbird Music, and how he and his employees are navigating COVID-19 in order to keep your turntable spinning with new tunes. Since you have a business in Edmonton and Calgary, do you think that there will be any differences there considering the numbers of COVID-19 cases in how you reopen eventually down the road? I don't really think so.
1: I, I, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, again, I think it's a wait and see. I have to wait and, um, and just see how things are progressing. I mean, I, I do. I, on some level, I do believe in Amiton with the risk, risk levels is pretty super low. So I think people... It will be easier in Edmonton. Calgary may be more, more difficult, but I think if people, if there's guidelines, people are following the guidelines and doing you know, what they have been doing, I think it should be pretty much similar between the two cities, but again, it's, it's unknown.
0: What are some ways that your customers can support aside from physically coming in? I think uh, if people are continuing to, to do
1: online, you know, ordering and curbside pickup is all great. And I think just, you know, if as far as customers, people, we're doing our best we can to to follow the guidelines and to, to keep things safe for everyone. And I think uh, customers will also have to be really aware of that as well, because I think there's going to be, there's a certain amount of fear that people will not feel comfortable. I don't think people are going to be feel comfortable just going out shopping. It's not going to be the same, not for the time being anyway. So I think everyone's going to have to be really, you know, because conscientious of your fellow customers, fellow people around, you know, other people in your vicinity and just like we're trying to do. So I, I'm not sure. I mean, there, there's probably some certain, uh, certain amount of pent-up demand of people that haven't been out, be able to, or don't even realize we're doing. I know we get calls every day. People don't know that we're doing curbside pickup or anything. So on one hand, I think people will be slow to, to return to shopping, but there also might be a pent-up demand of people could be could be busy like, there might be a lot of people wanting to come down I, i'm not sure but i don't think we'll be opening on the 14th and we'll be doing uh we're gonna wait and see and we'll open when we're ready hopefully not that much long after but it it's it's a it's a waiting game
0: uh what types of activities or projects have you been having that kept you sane through these weird times well to be honest we've just been
1: working i've that every day feels like it's a Christmas rush for working. Cause every transaction takes three times as much effort. So, and the, between that and writing emails to the banks and the governments and bookkeepers and accountants, and it's just, it's been kind of a grind. <laughs> but uh, that said, you know, it's better than, than the alternative. Like I, we, I couldn't just shut the doors and sit at home. That wasn't going to, that's not going to help my business in the, after the fact, you know, on the other side. That's our, our immediately thought was, well, we have to do what we can now to keep things flowing, the, the business viable. So then when the doors do reopen that, that we have a business to go back to. So that, that's, that's kind of what we just, you know, we're, we're really upping our um, online presence. We opened, we have, we already had a Discogs account, but we opened another one that was more more um geared to local sort of uh delivery and, and sales and uh we're creating an online store like our own personal online store slow logo but again we'll roll out when it's ready when when it's when i feel like it's we're ready to do it and that's you know we're just we're, we're really just trying to keep things keep things on on track and and we've been successful like thank i'm really grateful to my employees who have really stepped up and are working super hard and uh so that that's been gratifying
0: you know it's been really good so you're trying to get more of an online presence what are some challenges with putting your entire discography onto the internet
1: one of the biggest problems is uh because we're a relatively small store and we're an eclectic store so we're not you know, we selling. If we're, when we're selling out of something, we're not necessarily restocking. We don't stock everything. We it's a ebb and flow. So, and it's all, all always changing. So even when we do, I, I don't. It's not. I believe, you know, eventually everything that we come in, it may be online, but I think it's more of a, you know, it's about the new releases. It's about what things we want to we want to push or like you know present to people as as options that they can buy. I don't think it's I, the necessity of having every single item online i don't I don't think is that important at the moment, so it's more of uh creating a space where where you can see things it sort of reflects the store the collecting nature of the store and the and the and and the changes like that so and really one of the biggest challenges has been finding the time be, between just trying to uh to to fulfill all our, sp- our special orders and our phone calls and and the emails and the and the orders we're getting on discogs so like everything else, it's just more work to be done, and and uh, where we're slowly chipping away at it, I guess.
0: For some of the listeners that might not know what Discogs is, uh, do you mind explaining that? So Discogs is a
1: online uh, market. It's essentially the closest analogy I can think of is like it's basically it's an eBay type selling platform, but it's all record uh, well, personal collectors and record stores, and. As opposed to eBay, the prices that you see on there are also uh, they're more realistic. Like eBay prices are all over the board. There's they're all over the place on Discogs as well, but it's more realistic, and you can get a really good idea what what value there is on on especially collectible items. And it's a worldwide audience, and it's also based on rating. So we have 100 percent rating as a buyer and a seller. So when people buy from us, they can they're confident whether they're in. You know, we've had a real uptick in sales. I'm not sure if it's due to COVID as well, but uptick on sales. We're selling, you know, records to Thailand. We're selling records to lots, to the U.S., to Europe, you know, and, and I've been selling off a lot more. I have lots of collectible rec- records that I've been sort of squirreling away and, 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 you know, in the back room, and, and I've, I've been dragging those out too and selling them, and luckily that's been keeping us through, uh, helping us through selling you know 80 dollars records to to collectors in in europe and stuff and so by discogs i would encourage people that are into record and vinyl buying check out discogs.com and our our site is we have two: one's blackbird music and one is just my music m-y-o-z-i-k and there's if you're looking for obscurities or things that are out of print that's a great place that's a great resource and and it's very and i bought things on there and Again, it's based on ratings. So you, you can you can buy with confidence. It's it's pretty good.
0: So what do you miss the most from a pre-pandemic Edmonton?
1: Uh, well on a personal level, I kinda I I do miss going to restaurants. I mean <laughs> that's very uh I, I'm not a huge it's not like we're we're constantly going to restaurants, but it's a certainly nice break from the the grind. And and just the community i mean, and then live music. I don't I, I worry about what's gonna happen with the the you know, the artists and the live music scene because I, I can't imagine people are going to be rushing back to crowded nightclubs anytime soon. So uh, I'm, I'm missing that. I'm I'm curious how that's going to pan out. And, um, but it's a wait and see thing again. I mean, it's going to be a quiet, quiet summer, obviously in the music front for live music. So uh, that's a problem.
0: Yeah. Releasing music during this time would just be a nightmare. Like exactly. I mean,
1: I, I know people are doing, you know, uh, online and concerts and, and, and things like that and that, that will it's, it's tough to replace so a lot of things haven't really changed because i've just been working so hard so it's work go home get up go to work go home and then it hasn't changed much from before in that level but there's a certain amount of when you do want to go out and there's there's it's things are limited obviously and missing live music in restaurants essentially
0: and contact with people you know? yeah that seems to be the big one uh, what types of positive changes do you think will come about due to the pandemic? Positive changes. Uh, well, I guess on,
1: on one level, uh, even though I am in, uh, you know, I, I am in, I have a retail store. I feel that maybe this whole pause of this uh, economic sort of focus of, of, of buying in rush and, 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 you know, the rush of the, of the modern society i guess black of white they're putting it is maybe a good thing you know people can stop and, and and you know even the fact that that globally pollution is down and you know we have other problems we have we have global warming i mean and this is like this is actually helping that that those problems so i, I don't know It could cause a change in focus you know for for society as a whole maybe i mean that's it sounds grandiose and, and <laughs> far fetched, but who knows? I it, it could very well it could make things for the better if people if people react properly. I don't know. Of course, we are we have our neighbors down in the south in the United States that that's just a scary situation. But for the rest of the world, hopefully, hopefully some good can come out of this. We possibly
0: can. What types of like music, books, podcasts, or other media have you been? uh listening to or consuming a lot of during this time
1: well like everyone else i've been following the news pretty closely although i've tuned out in the last few weeks a bit because it's a bit more of the same all the time i've been listening to you know i've been listening to a lot more music because i've been home more so i've been you know going through my record collection which uh i i have a you know considerable amount of stuff that's that i never get to so i've been doing that but i haven't I haven't had a lot of time extra time actually to to read more books or or do any of that, probably listen to more music that's all
0: yeah, that's fair. you've been working a lot yeah it's kind of people i
1: think people have this this idea that that uh being in retail because we're closed to the public that we're we're just sort of like bored and sitting around waiting for her but it's it's actually not the case at all, and I think a lot of most retailers would probably feel see the same thing. It's been, it's been a lot of work behind the scenes, just trying to keep things going.
0: That was my conversation with Arthur Fafard, owner and operator of Blackbird Music in Edmonton and Calgary. The way we have all come together through COVID-19 to support each other is truly amazing. Even though people are staying at home, we are still finding ways to support the businesses we care about to make sure that they make it through this pandemic. One day we'll all look back on this time and reflect on the strength of our community. This is a community that is resilient. It was so nice to have a chat with Arthur and talk about how him and his business are holding up. So many things we talked about are things that every single person in Alberta and around the globe are dealing with. It is important to always remember that you are not alone in this pandemic, even though it may feel that way sometimes. Arthur is a wonderful person and a true friend of CJSR. I personally cannot wait until normal life resumes and I can swing by Blackbird music and leap through some records and talk with all the folks who work there. If you are wondering how you can support Blackbird music, go to blackbird.ca. That's B-L-A-C-K-B-Y-R-D dot C-A and sign up for their mailing list. You can find them on the app Discogs to see some of the records they're selling or follow them on social media to stay up to date with what they're up to. If you have any questions about appointment based shopping or curbside pickup, give them a call. They'll be glad to help you find just what you need. I'm Curtis Blandy, and you've been listening to Friends of CJSR right here on CJSR 88.5FM.